0: In Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7, the Bible says, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. Welcome to the Brookwood Church Christmas Eve Candlelight Service Podcast. In the past several weeks, Senior Pastor Perry Duggar has been going over the names of Christmas found in this passage in the book of Isaiah. Today, you'll hear that the greatest gift received at Christmas is Jesus, the Messiah, our Savior. And He gives the greatest gifts to us all. They're all revealed in His names. Here's Pastor Perry Ducker.
1: You've come tonight to see what God has done. Here at Brookwood today, we complete a series of messages that I call The Names of Christmas. In America, we associate our Christmas celebration with the name Santa Claus, but the deliverer of gifts to children has many different names in different places throughout the world. In the Netherlands, he's called Sinterklaas, which is Dutch for Saint Nicholas. And Saint Nicholas arrives by boat from Spain on December the 5th to leave gifts in children's shoes. German children receive gifts on Christmas Eve from Christkind, which means Christ child. It's a tradition that was begun by Martin Luther in the 1500s, and it's the origin of the name Kris Kringle. In England, the gift bearer is known as Father Christmas, and in Latin America, there are two. The secular Santa is known as Papa Noel. For Christians, The giver of gifts on December 24th, today, Christmas Eve, is Nino Jesus, or Nino Dios, baby Jesus. But the greatest gift received at Christmas is Jesus himself, the Messiah, our Savior. And he gives to us the greatest gifts. They're revealed to us in his name's. The names were included in a prophecy by Isaiah spoken to King Ahaz of of Judah in 735 BC. And in this prophecy, he revealed the names of the Messiah who would come from David's line but would not be born for about 800 more years. Isaiah 9, which we've looked at throughout this series, verses 6 and 7, says, For a child is born to us, A son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called wonderful counselor, mighty God, prince of peace, everlasting father and his government and its peace will never end. Ahaz was the king to whom this prophecy was declared. And that king likely imagined a mighty ruler who would emerge and would establish peace for God's people by defeating the Assyrian army. But the prophecy could only be fulfilled by a divine Messiah king. One who would establish an invisible, eternal kingdom. One we've been invited into When we accept Jesus by faith, we receive the gifts of His names, the gifts that His names represent. As wonderful counselor, God devised a plan to save the world through the life and death of His Son. Then He communicated this plan supernaturally through an angel named Gabriel to a young, teenaged woman probably not more than 15 or 16 years old, perhaps, who would become the mother of the Savior. But the wonderful counselor for us gives guidance to each of us because he cares about us individually. He knows us thoroughly. And he provides wisdom so we can know how to live, how to pursue lives that glorify God. As mighty God, he controls all of his creation. He enabled this woman to become pregnant by the Holy Spirit, a woman who had never known a man. And then he caused the a star to lead men from eastern lands to the very house where the newborn king could be found so he could be worshiped. While our mighty God possesses the power to save us, but also to provide us the strength daily that we need to overcome the obstacles that we face. As everlasting father, God protected and provided for these young parents who would raise a son in a threatening world. He first assured Joseph that he could marry this woman, Mary, that she was not immoral, and it would be okay as a Jewish man to marry her, thus providing her a protector and a provider. But also on s- several different occasions, Joseph was warned in a dream of threats against Jesus' life by murderous rulers. Now our everlasting father also provides and protects us, but, if, but like a father, he does another thing. He provides security to us and by that I mean he accepts us, he affirms us, he approves of us, he tells us that we belong to him and for those of us who didn't have a strong father or a strong relationship with a father who was affirming and nurturing, God fills that missing piece. He confirms our identity, our value, our worth. As Prince of Peace, he would provide peace to all who would please God by faith in his son. This was a truth that was expressed to shepherds who were tending sheep outside of Bethlehem that Christmas Eve, but also to an older, devout man named Simeon. Our Prince of Peace offers to us reconciliation so we can have peace with God and peace with others and peace within ourselves. 2 Corinthians 9.15 says, thank God for this gift that is too wonderful for words. Have you received the gift of salvation? Have you believed On the Son of God. You know, there's not a better night than Christmas Eve. Will you accept him this evening? You know, we turn to our candle lighting next. And the flame on the candle represents the illumination of the gospel. In the same prophecy, but earlier, verse 2, Isaiah said, The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. We see darkness falling around us, don't we? But the light can't be diminished. Jesus came to dispel the darkness of fear and ignorance and despair that had descended on people's lives through oppression, through ignorance, through sin. In Luke chapter one, the father of John the Baptist, the forerunner named Zechariah, said, because of God's tender mercy, the morning light from heaven is about to break on us. To give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. And to guide us to the path of peace. Jesus came as a light. Now, that light is shocking at first because it exposes our sins but that causes us to to flee to God. And he also shines the way to the Father so we can find forgiveness and experience peace. In John chapter one, the word gave life to everything that was created. And his life brought light to everyone. He's the source of light. The light shines in darkness. And the darkness can never extinguish it. The one who is the true light who gives light to everyone was coming into the world. And now he has come. Many didn't recognize that that infant he he looked ordinary. They didn't see that he was the Messiah, the, the promised Savior of the world. But some did. There was a Righteous, devout, old man. We don't know how old, but he was nearing the end of his days. And the Spirit led him to the temple to see this marvelous child. At Luke chapter 2, Simeon encountered the parents of Jesus at the temple. He took the child in his arms and he praised God saying, I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He's the light to reveal God to the nations and he's the glory of your people Israel. Jesus said to the people I am the light of the world if you would follow me you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life we're going to light candles. This is Brooks and Truitt along with Leanne Aubrey and Ken Anderson and this is Kennedy. So they're here to help us as we light these candles. So please stand. You know, when we believe the gospel and we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, we enter an intimate relationship with God and we receive His light within us. 1 Peter 2.9 says, but you are God's chosen and special people. <laughs> Somebody catch that one. <laughs> God has brought you out of darkness. Do you realize that? You've been brought out of darkness and into his marvelous light. Now you must tell all the wonderful things he has done. Let you see out Ephesians 5 8. For once you, meaning me, meaning each of us, were full of darkness. But now, you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light. Is that the way you're living now? Are you living as a person filled with light? You see, the message of Christmas includes a call as a messenger to carry the light to those who are still in darkness by telling what he has done for you. Matthew chapter five says, you are the world's light. Did you know that? You know, we see a lot of chaos today, don't we? We see conflict, confusion, illness, fear, There's a lot of darkness in our culture today. But you possess light. You're a city on a hill. Glowing in the night for all to see. But that light that you possess, don't hide it. Let it shine for all to see. Let your good deeds, so you have to be about some good deeds, Let your good deeds, let the morality of your life, let your character glow for all to see so that the people around you, so the ones at work in your neighborhood, in this community will praise your heavenly father. Let's sing together. Silent night. possess Christ's Christmas gifts the wisdom the power the acceptance and the peace of God which you've received from our Savior through faith through believing the good news now blow out the light you have in your hand you can leave them where you got them but let the light that's in your life shine hold on to that As you leave, pick up a copy of the family devotional guide and I urge you to go over it with your family tonight or tomorrow morning. You can exit the side doors and I hope you have a merry, merry Christmas. Thank you for coming.
0: Thanks for joining us for this week's podcast. This Sunday, December 26th, we'll have one service at 11 a.m., both on campus and online. We'll also begin a four-part series called What's the Point? You can prepare for this by reading Ecclesiastes Chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. At Brookwood, we want to help you pursue a relationship with Jesus so that you can experience a transformed life. One way you can do this is by getting connected at Brookwood. Please email us, connections at brookwoodchurch.org, or call 864-688-8326 to speak to someone in our connections team. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast to stay up to date with the What's the Point series. If you like this podcast, please leave a review so that others can discover how they can also have a transformed life in Christ. Thanks for listening and Merry Christmas.